Welcome into Audio Bistro episode 15. We got Matt from Phase Wave. Matt, lead singer, doing a little bit of guitar in. Definitely used to have long hair. It's a shame he cut it off. <laughs> I've heard I've heard oh, come I've, on. <laughs> I've heard bands go downhill after the after they start cutting your hair. It happened to Metallica, it can happen to anyone. But uh I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm I'm just kidding, Matt, you look great. Um but let's 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 get into Phase Wave a little bit right off the bat. You know, Matt, I'm stoked you came on. Phase Wave is, you know, y- y'all start out very much as like a garage punk almost type of band in in the most literal sense, right? Like I think the band would start out, you know, playing a little bit in someone's grandma's house. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Zach's uh, grandparents' living room was like we would set everything up in there. And what a studio! That was like that for like a while. Yeah, yeah. We were in high school. Uh, so we didn't really have any options and we didn't really have any money. So his grandparents are the coolest people in the world. So they were all about it. And we did that for a long time. (laughs) Damn. The OG fans of phase wave grandparents. Was that, was that big time? That was your tailored audience. Obviously from the start, you said we want grandparents to love our music and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Now we have, we keep calling ourselves mom rock. So I guess it's a mom rock, but, uh, yeah, it's all about the uh, the people older than us, I guess. That's that's um, funny. All right, mom rock, new indie genre, mom rock, cool. Um, that is phase exactly. wave. I mean, so besides mom rock, y'all have evolved really into a full ass like indie alt. You know, a lot of your songs really like a watery guitar. You know, really like stretched vocals. You know, I I, I think my favorite part about your song it's like very re- common in the indie indie music is like when you it feels like you have like the whole anthem of like singers behind like the the big oh, oh and you got like the whole yeah. like you can like hear everyone's kind of pitching into that loud um like whatever it is but y'all do that a lot and I really like that um but I guess what how would you describe a typical phase wave fan what is if you could draw a phase wave fan what does that person look like typical phase wave fan uh yep. not a grandparent or a mom. <laughs> uh I I don't know I mean I guess like the typical phase wave fan to me uh, is someone from Jacksonville, Florida. Like only not anyone from Jacksonville, but uh, just because like that's where we started, right? And that's where yep. we're all from. Should have mentioned at the top, um, out of Jacksonville. Yep, and uh, and yeah, I just like my friends I went to high school with, and I'm not saying like my friends are my fans, but I'm saying like when I think of phase wave and I think of like our music, I guess uh, is just like. I don't know. Uh, someone in their er- like early twenties that goes to the beach a lot. Goes to the <laughs> beach. No, that's uh, that's totally fair. So I was gonna say that when I when I, like listen to your music, your music is great for like the just like the sunny day cruising type of shit. That's a, that's like kind of the vibe I'm thinking of when I hear a lot of your songs. Um, I can't remember which song it was. It's not one of your two big ones. Let me let me see here quick. Uh, bad radio, bad radio. Um, what is it? Oh, waiting to waiting to lose in chemistry. I was just listening to those two the other day. Um, but very much that mm. that sunny day vibe, just something really easy to listen to. Uh, so I guess I guess that makes sense. I was thinking, you know, I was just thinking early stages, maybe like a mosh pit. It's a phase wave fan, like a, a mosh pit person, a headbang person. Like when you're doing your shows, like how are people? Like what's the general vibe at a phase wave concert? To be honest, like I think more nuts than it uh, than it you would guess. If you look at some of our like live videos, I mean, I think it speaks for itself. Like uh, 
a lot of um a lot of crowd surfing i'd say especially oh, from Zach. Yeah. he likes to get up there <laughs> yeah he's a maniac um and yeah i mean I, I quite quite a bit of quite a bit of mosh pits i would say you know i wouldn't compare it to like a you know something more hardcore but uh it gets rowdy for sure um and it's funny that you said uh i hear this from fucking everybody to be honest it's like and then it's not a bad thing. I think it's great. People say it's like a, you know, a good, easy day vibe and, and stuff. And everyone says that. But I think it's funny because I think most of the lyrics in like almost all of our songs are like pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Like and I don't try to. I think it's just, I think it's just therapeutic. Like it's not something that I, I don't sit down and I'm like, wow, like I need to be like this depressed, whatever. Because I feel like in general, I'm a pretty happy person. Um, I think the reason is is because I like write my stuff down all the time. And what, what helps me is writing the stuff that I think make is like makes me sad in life. And like, I'm not like a 360 journalist, right. Or like a journaler. Mm-hmm. So I don't write everything throughout my day. Like, Oh, I woke up and I ate this or this made me happy today. And maybe I should, but I don't like, I write down the shitty stuff and, uh, and no one seems to hear that, which is, I'm sure they do, like, obviously, you know, but no one says that. And the only person that ever says anything is my girlfriend. I'll play her a song and I can't show her our music anymore or something I write because she's like, are you okay? What's wrong? Or uh, it's is just it funny because she's, like, she's the only one. Yeah, yeah, no, she's cool about that. She's not like, uh, she's not weird about it or anything. It's just really funny because every time I show someone a song, they never comment on like the sadness of the lyrics, which she's like, which I think is good. I think it's probably cause she's just, like concerned. Um, but it's just funny. Cause it's like, I always hear that such a positive vibe, which I love, mm-hmm. but I've been waiting for someone to be like, all your songs are pretty sad. Well, did that, so, uh, except chemistry. Chemistry is a very happy vibe. Yeah. So that's what I think the thing is. I think a lot of folks, especially, especially in your realm of music a lot of the songs are sad for the most part a lot of them are not happy songs but they come off as like a really good vibe and like something you want to listen to like i mentioned like on a sunny day or like just on a mm-hmm. drive and i think what it is is just the fact that the song itself is it's memorable it's easy to listen to and you can sing along to it and i think that's all that really matters because at the end of the day it can be sad but if it's like high energy about it it's cool and we're cool with those sad lyrics then yeah <laughs> So it's, yeah, exactly. It's like the, the contrast. Exactly. So, I mean, the fact that you can do that, I mean, now I don't think it's like an easy thing to just pull off to talk about sad shit and make it sound happy. So, I mean, congrats to you guys. It works. <laughs> it works great. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'm sure your girlfriend's, I'm sure your girlfriend's parents send her a lot of very concerned texts about like, are you sure you want to be with this Mac guy who's always <laughs> fucking depressed? But <laughs> Oh my God. That's hilarious. I've never thought about that. They actually, they fly in today. So I can ask them. Yeah. Ask them. Ah, uh, that's funny. And, and just make sure they know everything's cool. Um, but what's yeah definitely i will what stage or what phase of the wave is the band currently in uh and what sense like uh your name is phase wave like in between are you in a certain phase of the wave <laughs> um yeah that's a good question it's, uh it's probably the dumbest question you'll ever be asked I, but like that's where my dumb brain goes when i when i hear your name no it's a good one so tell me about Phase Wave. No, What's the name a, about? That's one. kind of where we're going here, but I figured I'd ask it in the worst possible way possible. I'll answer your first question first, because I think it's a good okay. one. Uh, okay. And I'll answer the okay. second one. 
um right now like the stage we're in is like writing a lot of music and i was just talking with uh my buddy yesterday the his name's zach he's the drummer for you should look him up if you don't know who they are the band the hails um like h-a-i-l-s they're a great band um anyway i was facetiming the drummer and i was just talking to him about like you know what i was writing and stuff and then i was like i feel like everyone thinks right now that phase wave is either not a band anymore or on a hiatus only because i haven't been like posting anything mm-hmm. or yeah i've really been posting shit but that's just because i've been writing a lot like a lot a lot that's a fun. lot and uh yeah so that's the phase and like we're gonna come out of that soon and be posting a shit ton and hopefully releasing my plan is to like get the right setting to release like the most uh consistently so like i want the rest of this year and then like all of next year to be basically flooded with lots of music uh hope i mean hopefully every month i think that's kind of like shooting for the stars laying on the moon so hopefully every month if not every month and a half to two months i just want like lots of music to come out next year just because i've been writing so much and then when i don't release it it just kind of goes to the wayside and i forget about it so there, i'm just basically sitting on a lot of music that needs sitting to be on some released gold. or we are as a band sitting on some gold yeah and yeah well i hope it's gold i'm sure it'll be fine i should have and I, I apologize i didn't mention that earlier so it matthew is not a one-man band here there is a we got it's a four-man band it sounds like um so yes. that's that's kind of we're getting into sorry if anyone lost by that um I was going to say, so kind of what you just talked about, it seems like obviously you're writing a lot. I don't think you released an EP since 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Or was it t- 2020? Uh, I think it was 20. Okay, 2020. My bad. Yeah. So I was kind of curious then at the point, like, you know, is okay. there going to be another EP in the works? It sounds like maybe all this writing might be, am I, am, are we tracking towards an EP then? Maybe next year? Um, I don't know. I mean, like, definitely a lot of music, but I just think that, uh, I mean, everyone's attention spans are like so short now Mm -hmm. with TikTok and everything Mm -hmm. that it's all about like singles. And I almost just feel like since we don't have that big of an audience that uh, it's just, I feel like a lot of the songs can just be forgotten about or don't really get not enough attention because they're on an EP right now. Like let's say I had a six song EP I dropped today. It's like people... Maybe one will do well, but the other ones are just kind of wasted where I think until we get like a larger audience, I'd like to do a project. But until that time, I think I want to do singles or maybe like really, really small EPs, Mm -hmm. excuse me, uh, really small EPs, because I think the songs get like the attention that I want them to get. Absolutely, like a three-songer. I mean, there's nothing nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, I've I've seen those smaller ones, and I think what you're saying makes total sense here. But I wouldn't, I also wouldn't. So you're, yeah. you guys self short. I mean, you guys have opened for like, uh, I'm gonna say it wrong. Is it, is it Cherub? Cherub? Um, Cherub? 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 Yep. Cherub, Hockey Dad. Yeah, Cher- Cherub, Cherub, Hockey Dad, Bronco. I mean, especially Cherub. Like, I definitely, I, despite the fact that I regularly say their name wrong, like, I know their music. I know all those guys' music. So it's like, you know, you got a good following. You're getting in front of, you're getting on stage with some, you know, awesome band, you know, some bands. And then, like, even, even your yeah. biggest songs now, um, uh, uh, make out, sorry, make out and the game, you know, they, 
yeah, both yeah. eclipse like a million streams on Spotify. I think makeouts over like three million streams. So y'all have definitely like built up mm-hmm. a following. And I was gonna like I was gonna ask you, know, what about the music? Do you think? I mean, has sparked you know a, a larger fan base. You've grown a lot. Yeah, it sounds like when you got on uh, Burp.fm, that kind of initially was a big spark for the band and got your got your music out there quite a bit in front of a good audience. But now it's just grown exponentially on those songs. But I think Makeout yeah. was a 2016, 2016 song, so it's been out for a minute, but. Something's growing. Something's hitting right. What do you think it is about the mm-hmm. sound that is is kind of resonating with the with the audience? That's a good question. Uh, Sorry, is it too early? Did I don't try know. Let you I get mean, a coffee before I start we slamming really... with slamming with all these good questions. <laughs> oh no, you're you're good, dude. I'm I'm hanging. I'm, I I woke up. At, I've been up for four and a half hours. Got up at seven. Oh damn. Uh, I'm mountain time right now. Um, so little just an hour ahead of you. Um. No, I think uh, when we released Makeout, we recorded it in a garage uh, and then uh, got it on CD, you know, and put it in the car. And we were just like, holy crap, you know, this is a fun song. We liked it a lot. And at that time, like zero promotion, didn't know what to do. And I went home and I, you know, put the song on my computer and just clicked like, just sent it to Spotify and whatnot. And then uh, it came out like it's through TuneCore. So it was like, you submit a song and it's like two to three business days later, it'll be up on mm-hmm. Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I put it on and it was there for like, I don't know. Uh, it was at least in May. So yeah, not until January of the next year. I, or it was December of that same year, 2016. I like submitted it to Burp FM, got on a playlist, then it was on the January playlist. Uh, it didn't really, it got some plays for sure, but like nothing crazy. And then I remember it was like the first week of February, I was driving to class. I was in college and I was driving to class uh, and I like was at a red light and I looked at my phone just to check our Spotify monthly listeners. And they had gone from like 2000 or like 1000 to 4000 in a, like a night and I was like wow that's crazy and I was like oh Makeout got like 3,000 streams last night um that's weird because we are already off the birth on playlist and I think it was just something in Spotify's algorithm after that where it just like caught and then people started listening to it a lot and then I think it just kept spreading from there I don't know I don't really know the ins and outs of it but it's sorry to answer your question about the song itself you know I don't know i I would like to think that it just connects with them somehow. I try and be as honest as I can, mm-hmm. like in my, in my writing. And I mean, that make out is a very, very personal song. Like it's about something very specific in my life. And um, like no part of that song is uh, made up, you know? So there's not like one, like every single line is like something very true and something very specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I think people can like connect with specific songs like that because they can relate it to something in their life. So I, I would like to think that it's something like that, you know? Um, and same with the game, really. Uh, I think the game, the game is a little more metaphorical, right? Just with its lyrics, but, uh, at the same time, it is still very honest. Um, so that's my best guess, but maybe it's just. The drums are fucking the, sweet. <laughs> you know, that help. Know. Drums being fucking sweet does help. But no, I think I think that's a very, very real take is 
the honesty behind it. And, you know, if you have a good story and a full story to tell, I mean, putting it in music, why not? And, you know, obviously people will gravitate to that. I feel like they can, I feel like people can like kind of feel that. Um, you can feel that, you know, kind of yeah. passion in the music. So, uh, I was then, then to lead off of that, uh, more back to like the show aspect, you know, you, you mentioned shows are kind of crazy, crazier than it should. Um, sounds like Zach's just fucking swan diving yeah. into, into the crowd. He really that's, is. That's bad. Yeah. Uh, what, what is, what is like the ultimate tomfoolery that y'all have found yourself in? Like the biggest like fuckery moment that the band has found themselves in, like throughout like touring the East coast or just at any stage along the journey. Uh, I, I would say like the weirdest shit is like not at shows. I would just say it's like when we're on the road. Um, that's like, uh, I don't know. Like just, this is the random stuff goofing around. Uh, just guys being dudes. Like I, I just like I'll, yeah, really, really, it's just that. Like I'll just rip some off real quick. Like uh, the one that's very relaxed, but I just think it's funny is like we when we first like the bird scooters that are everywhere, really? they they had to like have just came out and we were on we were on the road and we were in Austin and holding our drummer. He's like a, he's just a very coordinated and athletic person, and he like got on a bird and there's like a dirt like a BMX park in the middle of Austin. And he's like going over jumps on a bird. Uh, and, and then there's like, Zach, I have Zach doesn't get mad at me for saying this on the internet. Cause I think it's really funny. We were like super drunk in this parking lot and we were had an RV on the road and we were in, in the middle of nowhere in uh, Virginia. I mean, it's hard, it's hard not to laugh really hard uh, thinking about it. But we're in the middle of nowhere, Virginia. I mean like middle of nowhere uh, where this parking lot it's empty. And there's like this big, just kind of like small town warehouse where they would have like, it's like their gym, but it's also the night we were there. It was like their nightly or like one night a week bingo <laughs> and all this random shit. And we're like getting <clears throat> like, I don't know if you ever played the drinking game, uh, ring of fire. It's like super simple, but cards all around the, like playing cards under the yeah. tab. Oh yeah. Free yeah. Play. Yeah. Free yeah. Play. Like around the can and you put yep. it in the tab. Yeah, it's just like a very chill game. Like it can be aggressive, but like for some reason we all just got like really drunk. And Zach and I had to like pee or something, and we went into this hall, not really realizing that it was like the bingo night. And it was just like we opened the door, and it was just silent. And all these old people from this weird fucking town like stare at us, and like we walked silently as like the bingo the bingo game basically like paused to watch us. Like walk really slowly all the way across this gym to a locked uh, bathroom. So, so yeah, I really hope Zach doesn't get mad. I think it's so funny. Zach goes to the parking lot. It's a pitch black parking lot except for one streetlight that is just like specifically hitting this like one area of the ground. And he just jogs over, and I uh, know, oh, and he jogs over and just pulls his hands down and takes a shit on under the light in the parking lot. <laughs> And just like runs away into the darkness. Um, so that's one of my. That's just a. That's a hooligan. It's a great a memory of mine. I, I'm sure a lot of people on the internet are going to hate to hear that story, but uh, I think that's a lot. I, I don't care. I think um, it's great. I think that's great. Anytime you have a, a story about a guy sh- uh, just pulling his pants on, shitting under a light, that's a great story that everyone should be hearing. Shitting I think everyone needs to hear that one. I'll make sure <laughs> that's specifically the story I blast on. You know, like my Instagram reels and stuff. We'll, we'll blast that one specifically. Yeah. That's, that's that. That's okay. kind of funny. That, so we're you're in the middle of 
absolutely nowhere. There's random bingo going on. I'm oh, shit. There's empty parking lots with one street light. This feels like yeah. a movie set. A movie set like you walk into some kind of like deep some demon really cult weird. is this bingo room in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have another. I have a better okay. one for you. Okay. Uh, the a different time we were in Arkansas, and uh, oh my god. Uh, so it was Hunter, who's in the band. He's in Nashville. Uh, and then Michael Urbizu, who who was our old drummer, is a great friend of ours. And Ryan Calashoni, who just is our friend that came on tour with us. He came in the RV. He's like the coolest fucking guy in the world. Uh, so we we go hiking in this state park, and it's beautiful. There's there's like some little waterfalls, and there's gigantic like boulders and cool cliffs and whatnot. And we get pretty thirsty through the hike, and everyone's like, "Well, this is clean running water. Like, let's just drink from this." And Zach and I are like, no, we're fine. Uh, they all, <laughs> basically, long story short, we Zach and I are the only ones that don't drink the water. And uh, Michael, Hunter, and uh, uh, Ryan drink the water. And they all sprinted back to the uh, fucking um, campsite because they were all, like, about to strip oh. the so a lot of weird shitting stories on on so phase, yeah phase uh, one is just a band about shitting stories at the end of the day. We basically all have IBS. <laughs> is the best way. To what put is it. that? It's, my uh, <laughs> our friends our friend's dog literally just had that drinking some river water and then just had uncontrollable shits. I don't remember what it's called now, but literally they just had that, and it's like some little bug. Yeah, diarrhea. pretty much a straight up diarrhea. Well, that sucks in the middle of a hike too. But I mean, I mean, worst yeah. worst places. Worst comes to worst, you're in the woods, right? So. There, there is worse things. Well, sorry, I was gonna say I actually live in saw... Montana now, so, so oh. like, you got to bring that shit with you everywhere. Um, Literally. Yeah. So yeah. So let me, yeah. Let me ask you this: Are you guys? You're. You, what was? You haven't toured the West Coast, right? Has, has most of the stuff just been East Coast? Yes. Why? What do you have against West Coast? What does the West Coast have against you? Uh, we're all broke. And it's expensive to tour the West Coast. And I get this guy. This guy Matthew really gets it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, that, but the, that that the sucks. Is, West Coast is. Go ahead. Um, no, I just say the good thing is like, you know, I live in Montana. Hunter lives in Nashville, and Holden and Zach live in Florida still. But like, mm. uh, I think it's like it drew us away from playing a more a consistent amount of shows. But at the same time. Now it's for it's uh, forcing. I just got, I just moved here two months ago, so it's forcing okay. us to focus a lot more on like the writing and then like soon to be uh, promotion and things like that because we've been really bad about that in the past. I think we've just gotten lucky, honestly, with the, the songs that have done well. Um, but but now that we are doing things like, which I think so many bands now are because the internet exists and how how. Uh, you know, everyone's just, you can send files and it's so easy. I think touring the West Coast is more realistic now because I'm, I think, I think I'm in Bozeman, Montana. So you said you're in Seattle. Uh, yeah, you're not too far. That's, that's a long day's drive. I think, yeah. I think when I drive back home, when I've driven back home, I've stopped. I don't remember if it's, I think it might've been Bozeman actually, but like, I, that was like my midway point. I just drove straight through, straight there. It's a bitch, but you can yeah. do it. Yeah, no, definitely. And uh, and so I think touring the West Coast is like more realistic now, just because I'm out here, right? 
uh, I'm in the mountains, mm-hmm. but it's uh, like they can all come here and we can we can fucking go from here. We'll go to Missoula and then yeah. we'll, we'll go hit Seattle, Portland, and then go down the coast from there. You know, it's just a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I nothing mean, against the West Coast, but to answer your question, we're broke. <laughs> Everyone's been hitting us up for fucking years <laughs> trying to get us to come out there. And we've always wanted to. At times we have uh, we have come close. I've been fucked over by booking agents. Uh, Oof. Uh, not not recently, but it was like uh, years ago. Just fucking, you know, just stuff where they're like, "Oh yeah, come on, like we're setting this thing up." And I think we we're, I think it was a couple years ago. We were promoting it pretty hard, like like not like probably 2018, and we were promoting it pretty hard. Like we're fucking touring the West Coast because we got the green light, and. Uh, mm-hmm. And then that got shut down. And then we were actually going to do it. Uh, we had it set up before COVID happened, right? And uh, we were going to start in like San Diego or something and do the whole West Coast. But so, I don't know, maybe just tour the West Coast yet. Uh, hey, we'll, so. you'll, you'll get here. I'm, I'm honored to be on the list of people demanding you come to the West Coast. So it is what it yeah. is. Um, obviously, your vibe fits this area very well i mean it's a very popular vibe across everywhere but like west coast indie just kind of goes hand in hand i think the stuff that we're going to be putting out here in the near future uh is going to be a little bit more i think it's going to go two ways and they're going to both be farther from each other so one is going to be a lot more sounding like the game um because Mm -hmm. hunter heilman aka groovin uh you know, he's in Nashville and he's still very much a part of phase wave. And I think that like, he really brings that vibe. He's like a very, very, very talented musician. Um, and so I've just like, when he sends me demos, I'm actually working on some today. And it's like, really has that kind of vibe to it. And I love that. So I'm excited. I think they're going to sound like that. And then mm-hmm. the demos I've been sending to him are a lot more, uh, like rock influenced, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. So what's coming out, I think in the future is going to be very all over the place. And I'm excited about that. Cause I don't give a shit about continuity and I'm excited for singles to be like one vibe and then aggressively the other one. Uh, yeah. cause like I said, we're not really doing like an EP or an album right now. So yeah, fuck all continuity. Well, we're doing it that way. <laughs> fuck the continuity. Keep the people on their toes. That's what we're looking for. Matt, it was great having you on. I'm I'm really thankful you spent some time with me and got to we got to dive into Phase Wave a little bit. Um, I'm excited for the new music to come. It sounds like 2023 is going to be an absolute slapper every year for the band. Lots of new music, yeah. no EP, but it sounds like you got an awesome plan to it, and I'm excited. I love the vibe, the that alt indie rock, you know, garage band, you know, the lyrics, you know, keep them yeah. sad, but at the same time happy. Keep doing that; it works. We love it. Thanks, man. Um, Thanks for I having me on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy to support. Of course, everyone check out Phase Wave. You know, do you want to plug the Instagram or Twitter or any pages really quick? I know you'll get a website too if you just want to plug the the links for everyone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's Phase Wave Music is everything. Cool. F A Z E W A V E Music, and that's our handles, our website. Uh, and I'll text you one of those demos right now. Uh, let me know what you think. Um, oh, hell yeah. Do you want to, are we going to throw this demo in at the end of the episode? Is that what we're doing here? Well, no, no, not, do not do that. Uh, it. it's not nearly done. It might be really different by the time it's done, but I'll send you and just give me that. Give you a, um, hell yeah, dude. Well, I appreciate you having me on. It was great meeting you and great talking to you. And, 
Yeah, thanks for letting me tell weird shit stories on your on weird your uh, shit stories. Yeah, I love that. I can't wait for other people to hear about Phase Wave shit stories. <laughs> yeah. They can hear they can hear those and everything else about Phase Wave on Audio Beast Show. We'll have the full page up where you can hear their music on our playlist. Um, obviously, this on the Instagram as well. We'll be giving you the big shouts. But thank you again, Matt, and um, can't wait to hear more music soon. Thanks, man. Have a great day. Yeah, you too, man.